0: Hey y'all, welcome back to everyone's podcast, I know, I'm doing the best I can, I know, I'm scooting right on in at the, um, very close to the end of Black History Month. But you know what? I decided that everything that I had planned for Black History Month, I'm just gonna continue to post it. Cause why not? I shouldn't have to worry about whether or not y'all wanna hear me spotlighting or highlighting black shit. Cause we black on his podcast. You know. You know? But again, thank you for tuning in to the Nuance Podcast. This episode is real cute. I'm bringing back, get your cousin, please, please, get your cousin. Those of you who don't know what get your cousin is, go back to previous episodes and get yourself. Uh, We also have a special guest who will be highlighting some black history, some little known black history. I don't want to ruin it for you. you just going to have to see. Let's get into the episode. Welcome back to the Newhouse Podcast. Alright, let's get right on into this episode. And everybody who's been a little concerned about the quality of these episodes, no need to fur. I just ordered a podcast. I'm like, that's right. Everybody clap it up. Clap it up. Because... The Car Studio, though it has guided me through three seasons of the Nuance Podcast, we got to add something to it. You know what I mean? Like, I got this beautiful voice. This beautiful voice. And sometimes, you know, um, it's overshadowed because I'm using a cracked iPhone and some tangled up headphones. That's not... (laughs) That's not what we want. That's not the look. Also, can I just say that I'm also in the car studio and I live in K Town, so every five minutes somebody is pulling up beside me to ask me if I'm moving the studio or not. No, I'm not, sir. I'm recording a million dollar podcast. That's what I'm doing. Now I'm not moving. Yeah, that's just um. That's some things to think about if you decided that you uh, might want to move to L.A. and you're not rich enough to pay $100 a month for a parking space. That's real. $100 a month for a parking space. There are apartments in Memphis for $300 a month. Do you understand me? Do you see where I'm going there? $100 a month for a parking space. I might just move out of the apartment and move into the parking space. Has anybody ever thought about that? I could get a tent. I can get a spinner night bag, some bottled water. You can't use the water here anyway. Shouts out to everybody who's dealing with like a actual water crisis because I I I hate to say that America is the ghetto because America ain't the ghetto. I've done an episode about this. The ghetto is a is a magical place. That has been able to withstand everything that the American government has thrown at them and not provided. So America ain't the ghetto. I don't know what the fuck America is. America is a whole new breed of something that I'm I'm just tired of. Um. Anyway, about my million dollar idea, rent out a hundred dollar parking space. Throw your tent in there. You spend a night bag, some water you in there just something to think about just something to think about uh let's go ahead and get into get your cousin (laughs)
1: hey man did you see what your cousin posted today nah nah for real do be wildin bruh honestly that's your cousin and you need to get
0: him for real Get your cousin, please, please, get your cousin. Get your cousin, please, please, get your cousin. He be talking hella homophobe. He be talking hella homophobe. Trying to figure out, is he gay on the low? Is he just a little slow? I don't
1: know, I don't know. Get your cousin, no. Might be your first or your second Don't really respect it, you need to Go ahead and get your
0: cousin blue Get that man, he be talking hella strange Get that man, hey, And that's gender inclusive Them, they, and she, her They can get it too Get your cousin, please Get
1: your cousin, get your cousin, get your
0: All right, on this segment of Get Your Cousin, the Black History Edition, let's go ahead and pull your cousin-in-law to the side. Lovely Mimi and Kiki Wise Mama. We don't even really need to just, I don't even know that lady's name. I don't need to know her name because she reminds me of a lot of white women that I know. Yes, a lot of white. Yeah, I do know white people. Uh, And they they not all great. So get your cousin Lovely Mimi and Kiki. Come on up. Come on up, bitch. And I know y'all probably wondering, first of all, what's a Lovely Mimi? I know everybody listening to the sound of my voice know exactly who Kiki Wyatt is. Because Kiki Wyatt, she's a very unusual young lady. Uh, But Kiki Wyatt's mom, if you don't know, is a white lady. But she one of them white ladies... Who only sleep with black men and got the uh the short haircut? You know what I'm talking about. Who be putting grease in her hair? Don't need that. She wanted him. She wanted him. That's just the background on her. Lovely Mimi, if you don't know, is a Asian woman. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know what exactly her background is. I know she is not black. Uh, she loves braids. She does the whole black scent thing for fun. She uh, was on Love & Hip Hop. Because Love & Hip Hop, just the standards have been very low for a very long time. And that's why I watched the show. However, Love & Hip Hop has created a fucking monster with Lovely Mimi. I don't even know if if Love & Hip Hop created it. But they definitely gave it a platform that it was unnecessary. So, Lovely Mimi... Decided that after loving hip hop, she was gonna make a lot of money off of being uh, black. Basically, let's just keep it, let's keep it 100. She was gonna make some money off of being black because the easiest way to get money in these internet streets is to pretend to be black but not actually be black. Like, it's almost like a throwback to when they had black people in zoos. You know what I mean? Like the culture really likes to watch blackness. But now it's evolved because who wants to just watch a black person be black? (laughs) Who want to do that? Nobody. Nobody want to do that. So Lovely Mimi has become this character caricature yeah there we go of blackness or at least what she thinks is blackness you know she got black kids she got she had the black husband she got the black scent and she got the braids, and she got the nails like what else what else do you need you don't need nothing else and people been letting her slide for a long time people been letting her slide a couple of people call her a cultural vulture which is you know What what can you say to that? You can't really say none of that. What do they always say? I respect the culture. I got black kids. Period. That's all they got to say these days. I respect the culture and I got black kids. And it's so sad because nine times out of 12, the black kids don't want nothing to do with that. They don't know nothing about that. All they know is they got a a, a white or non-black parent who they love, but don't realize that they were born... Just to justify this individual's behavior. These people are actually having kids to justify their behavior. Now, I hear a lot of black women on the other end right now saying, mm-hmm, it's been happening. Because it has. It has. A lot of times people want to have a conversation and say, All black women just be so salty. They so fucking salty when a black man is dating somebody outside of his race. So salty. That's because y'all drag us in it. That's why we salty. You can't just date somebody who is non black. You gotta tell us why you don't like black women. While also dating someone. Who wants to be a black woman? So it's complicated. But what's less complicated is that lovely Mimi is fucking wrong. So Mimi goes on her YouTube channel because of course she has more followers than any of these her black representatives have. Uh she's I think she had a million, honestly. She's had a million followers on YouTube. So she getting a YouTube shmoney. And, you know, she was doing her, you know, her black practice. And she was on YouTube. She talked, uh, yeah, so, uh, mm, I want me a, uh, I gotta have me a, uh, nigga that, uh, what, what, what did
1: you say?
0: She just let nigga slip out of her lips, honey. Loose as a motherfucker. Like, you could tell that she's very comfortable saying that word. Say it around her friends, say it around her family, say it around her kids. Which I feel like that should be a hate crime. Because you saying nigger around your children who are half black, who are black children. And they don't get a say of whether or not they feel comfortable with you saying that. that. That stirs something up in my soul, y'all. That don't feel good to me. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. So she gets on, she get down to the shade room because those are her supporters, the audience on the shade room. Everybody said me. I like to think that I go to the shade room to cherry pick certain things out of it, but I ain't they target audience. At least I hope I'm not. Um, so she goes on the shade room or on this apology tour where she apologizes <clears throat> but also says that she will continue to use the word. And who gon' check her, boo? Who gon' check her? I'm a checker. Lovely Mimi. You are dead fucking wrong. This is what happens when you don't check your real cousins about their non-black partners. When your real cousin comes to the cookout with this woman dressed up and black girls everything <laughs> from from the top of her head to the bottom of her feet and when you keep in and when you having a good time and you passing the coleslaw to this bitch you need to be checking her Black babies do not equate, they do not equal blackness. You don't get a pass. This is what happens when y'all steady inviting every non-black person to the barbecue. Just because they can dance. Because they enjoy our music. Because they like black dick. Who don't? Huh? You gonna let that be the downfall of our community, y'all? Get your cousin in law, man. Kiki Wise Mammy. Another example of what what I just mentioned. Kiki Wise Mammy then made a lot of light skinned Negroes. Okay? She didn't had her her just through she been on the blackfish tip since blackfish was a word since before blackfish was a word before we even had the language to describe what exactly it is that this person is doing it used to be she didn't want to be black right i feel like in the 80s and 90s that was a compliment you know what i mean like you would see the black per- the the white kid who you know, really is embracing, I'm being nice, embracing the culture, you know, into the music, like the girls or the guys. We used to, we used to be cool with that. We used to be cool with that. And if you saying you wasn't cool with it, you lying. You used to have a little friend who, who was into black culture. That felt nice, right? Because it was so many times that we was told that our culture wasn't worth recognizing. That it was used as a a weapon against us. Our names. Our clothing. Our nails. Everything that fell into our culture. Wasn't worthy of acknowledgement. Was ghetto. Was raggedy. Unclassy. So it was nice sometimes. To look around. And little, little Becky didn't change her name to little B. She dating black men. She got all black friends. She invited to the barbecue. No, no, no. But see, this is what happens. This is the spawn of that. We have to stop. We got to get our cousins. Because it's our cousins who are marrying these women and these men. Creating life with them. And giving them a past. You don't get up there's not a fast pass for blackness. You don't get that. It's become more dangerous. You get online you at somebody's page, you at a uh, uh, uh some Instagram model's page. She light skin, right? She light skin. And then you go deeper into her page. And this is the whole ass white woman pretending to be black. This is crazy. This is nuts. The Rachel Dolazo effect. She then laid it low. And she's spreading it wide, y'all. And I know everybody sees this happening in real time. It's so scary. So Kiki Wise Mama also suffers from the same affliction. She got black kids. And she is on a reality show that I do not watch. I'm so sorry, y'all. Usually, I'd be the first one to know about all the ghetto, raggedy reality shows. But I don't know about this one. All I know is I saw a clip. Kiki Wise, mammy and she was down to it looked like a barbecue y'all it honestly looked like a barbecue that y'all invited her to that your cousin invited her to and she was upset about something and she started threatening people that she was going to start calling folks nigga a threat this is a woman who definitely looks like she was invited to a freak that she was there definitely look like she still puts way too much gel and too much grease in her head don't wash your hair enough this type of lady i'm talking about she was your mama's friend you know what i'm saying she was the cool white lady but in reality they don't exist Surprise, shawty! (laughs) They don't exist. Stop giving these people your culture. Stop giving these people a pass. They would never give you one. Any of y'all ever been in a bad situation because of your blackness and somebody gave you a white pass? That don't exist! Kiki Wise Mammy down to the cookout with our auntie them threatened to call them niggas as a threat she got black ass kids you know what Kiki Wise said and this is what's the saddest part about um, having a white mom Kiki Wise said that her mom has been using that word for years that she would call her kids niggas This lady and this this is why I get get iffy about a lot of y'all's ancestors because I'm positive that this lady's ancestors own slaves, and she's just keeping that same energy she passing that energy down, but now she's passing it down directly to her black children, and her black children have children, so she is the grandmother. Of black children. That is like mind boggling. That's mind boggling. That's crazy. Y'all get your cousin. uh, Get your cousin. Because your cousin in law. Is out here wilding. Now I know. Everybody got that one in their family. Who don't date black women. Everybody got it. And it's okay. We love him. And we love her too. But what we're not going to do is take this shit under the chin. You can date whoever you want to. But from this day forth, we ain't giving out no passes to the barbecue. We ain't giving out no black passes. That's over with. Whatever golden ticket you guys had for your white friends, it's done get your cousin okay so in honor of black history month i just want to say we don't have to it don't have to be about trauma (laughs) you know what i'm saying it ain't gotta be about trauma like there was a lot of things that i wanted to talk about on this podcast but i do want to keep it light i did i've been finding out some really terrible things about america every day every day is something else that's topping the other but As black people, we have more than enough trauma, right? We get a heaping handful of trauma every day, every time we cut on the TV, every time we get on the internet. And the streaming platforms are no fucking different, right? So for Black History Month, they always like, let's spotlight, let's highlight, let's uh, shine a light, this little light of mine on black voices but it's always like the the like saddest movies right like nobody wants to watch harriet okay we don't want to watch that we look we stay in harriet okay but we don't want to watch that we don't want that lady ain't even anyway um so i wanted to give you a list of 10 movies that you can watch we black people that ain't about trauma. Let's get into it. Are your lips cracked, chafed, crusty? Then you need to get some sugar baby scrubs. That's right. Sugar baby scrubs. Handmade, all natural, self-care, luxury. Treat yourself. No preservatives. All made by moi. Check out the website, sugarbabyscrubs.shop. All right, let's get into a quick, <clears throat> a quick, cute list of movies that you can watch during Black History Month that do not involve or the storyline is not centered around Black trauma. Number one, five heartbeats. Come on. Come on, somebody. A huh is a house for love and i've learned that it don't take much to break a... okay uh native son i don't know if anybody has seen this movie uh it came out on hbo it's got a little violence in it but it's not centered around blackness check out native son love jones Never get tired of that movie. Never get tired of seeing Black Black Love. Never get tired of seeing Lorenz Tate. Never get tired of seeing Nia Long with that rap. Never. Uncorked. Check it out. Uh, This was actually shot in Memphis. And I believe that the main character is from Memphis. He wrote the screenplay and starred in it. Watch it. It's cute. It's It's really cute. School days. Talking about good or bad. Whether you're a doc or fair, go in this way, see if I can't do that, please. Do that. If you have never seen school days, please step it up. Step it up, okay? I ain't even finna get into the plot of what school days is. Go watch it. Uh Jingle Jangle. I know Christmas over with, but this was such a cute little musical. This was such a cute little musical. Forrest Whitaker, come on. Come on. Jingle jangle. Speaking of uh, musicals, also, if you did not know, The Real Cinderella is up now with Mother Houston and Brandy. So freaking cute. Go watch Cinderella. It really gave me, like, uh, TGIF vibes. If you're not old enough to remember TGIF, just, just just go watch Cinderella. So, made me weep. Weep. It's an animated movie. Jamie Foxx is in it. Go watch it. Real cute. I've been trying to tell one of my good friends. I ain't gonna even say her name because I'm mad at her. But I've been trying to get her to watch Soul for so long. Like since it came out. She refuses to. She refuses to. I'm about I'm gonna block her. Don't worry about it. Um another animated film that you could watch is Princess and the Frog. I know it has its problems. Nothing in this life is perfect, but it's worth it. Check out Princess and the Frog. Super cute. Dolomite is my name. Now, this came out, I believe, at kind of the start of the pandemic. I don't really remember. You know? Trauma. Trauma. Um, Dolomite is my name. Eddie Murphy is starring in this... Um, it's a good movie go check it out house party house party go watch it like what is wrong with you watch house party one and watch house party two both classic feel-good movies black as hell and does not involve people dying i love it don't you love that when you can just watch something and it ain't about fucking being gunned down i love that I love when they make movies like that. Uh, Class Act. Demeter, I thought you was going to play with my frog. <laughs> Your frog ain't jumping in my direction. Class Act, if you've never seen it, go check it out. This is another one of those things where it's like, you should most definitely have seen this before. It makes no sense if you've never seen Class Act. It's streaming everywhere. And if it's not, go look. Go pay two ninety nine on YouTube for it. No, I'm not going to cash up it to you. Just go watch it. Um, Sorry to Bother You. Sorry to Bother You was a very unusual film. But I thought it was cute. Um, It's got my boy Lakeith in it. You know, sometimes he can be problematic. That's okay. It's a good movie. Not centered around... It, It does touch on code switching. Which we all have to do. But that shouldn't ruffle too many feathers within your soul right it's 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 a funny movie check it out last but not least is the photograph i ain't never seen this movie i ain't never seen this movie now i did watch a trailer and i was like oh this is boring but i had a few people come to me and say hey the photograph was a really good movie like you should watch it like this is the reason why I love it so and those people those are people that I trust I just I haven't gotten around to it but uh, when you get a chance you should watch it the photograph and that is my list of movies that you can watch that highlight the black experience without trauma yeah all right, so let's go ahead and get into my very special guest, Brianna. She she really is a light. She really is. Uh, she's from my hometown, Memphis, and she is also in mortuary school. I think I said that correctly. Uh, yeah, which is really really interesting to me, especially with the recent rise. Of the Bernards. I don't know if you've ever seen or heard of the Bernards. Buried with the Bernards is a show about a mortuary, a uh, funeral home in Memphis. And a lot of times we kind of shy away from conversations that are centered around death for good reason. Uh, however, I thought it was really interesting to think about. The history that black people have had with funeral homes and just the process of what happens to you when you die. Because racism be fucking up everything, right? Yeah, racism be fucking up everything. So I wanted Brianna to come on and do a segment about black history, but specifically about black history and death. So, this is what this is. I am I guess I'm giving you a trigger warning. It's, it's not that traumatic. But if you are, like, you know, weird about having conversations about uh, death, then, you know, you can go ahead and uh, step to the side. But thank you again so much, Brianna, for coming on the show. Uh, let's listen to this bit of Black History.
1: Hey, y'all. Hey. It's Brianna, and for those who don't know me, let me introduce myself. I'm a removal tech, or a driver, um, for mortuary service contracted by multiple funeral homes throughout the state. I've been doing this work on and off for three years. When I first started doing this work, um, I worked for a company contracted by... The medical examiner's office and let me tell y'all something these myth city streets have had me busy and i have seen my share of things so um that's a little bit about me um let's talk about this black funeral history moment right the reason why i decided to do the black funeral history is because i really just decided that y'all was not gonna wear me out with Uh, Dr. Martin Luther King or Rosa Parks this year (laughs) so why not um just look and dig deep into different history regarding something that I'm very interested in right all right so for this black funeral history moment I'm going to talk about the color section yes the color section and I think I'm going to do um a series on this because I fell through the rabbit hole with this one the color section yes in 2021 did you know that we still had segregated cemeteries in the United States did you know that some of the officers and some of the soldiers that fought in the civil war and even after the Civil War, were unable to be buried next to the soldiers that they were um, fighting with. I am going to read um, a little excerpt um, written by um, Terry Williams, and it's talking about Jim Crow um, and the cemetery. During slavery, most plantation owners required the racial segregation of cemeteries on their property, and slaves were often allowed to bury their own dead. In many of these instances, the enslaved were able to incorporate traditional African practices into their burial procedures. The ability to acknowledge and honor the burial procedures Practices and faiths of their ancestors provided the opportunity to pass rich cultural tradition from generation to generation. Many of these burial traditions can be attributed to West Central African cultures that left items that belonged to the deceased at the grave site. Practices such as this, along with traditional singing and dancing and positioning graves in certain directions, are a legacy that also reaches back. Over generations, many of these practices have been infused with the elements of the Christian faith and have continued to remain a part of African-American burial traditions. The Plessy v. Plessy Ferguson decision of 1897 began the legal institution of the Jim Crow, separate but equal ideology within the United States. Racially segregated cemeteries were not a new concept, but now all aspects of death and burial practices became legally divided by race. During this era, the role of African American undertaker and funeral director evolved into a pillar of the African American community. In addition to funeral services, the undertaker would often allow the funeral home to serve as meeting places for churches, weddings, and civil rights discussions. The cemetery became the final resting place for loved ones who were now thought to be free of the cruelties of racism and injustice. Although segregated, African-Americans were able to bury their loved ones with dignity as they openly participated in traditional African-American burial customs. Unfortunately, many of the African-American cemeteries created during this era such as Washington Park have declined in upkeep over time due to a variety of reasons. Weeds, greenery have overtaken the land and grave sites are hard to find. Graves have been disturbed for industrial developments such as buildings and highways. Although the Jim Crow era is viewed as a distant memory of this nation's past, its effects remain evident on these sacred landscapes. The devastating appearance of these burial grounds support the notion that many of those interred have been long forgotten and deemed irrelevant to the history fabric of American society. Even in death, the deceased are forced to encounter the discrimination and racism they face in life. Sadly, they have been treated as second-class citizens. Also, I want to give you all... um, Just an example, in 1964, uh, there was a funeral director and owner of a successful mortuary in Flint, Michigan. He himself was denied burial rights in a local cemetery that he purchased for his mother in 1959. Yet, the white cemetery owners refused his purchase at her death because the family was black in the victory of his state of court of appeals the judge argued that six years prior racial exclusions in cemeteries were justified by a right to determine one's private associations so with that being said when they associated him as their own kind being a funeral director he was able to get his mother uh, exhumed and reburied in her rightful plot in memorial park now he was one of the african americans who uh, was able to win that against the state but there were some cemeteries especially private cemeteries who were able to make their own rules concerning who they wanted to intern in their spaces or not. One cemetery, White Chapel Cemetery um, in Troy, Michigan, um, denied an Indian their burial, and it had been interrupted while his body was about to be lowered into the grave. They had to stop what they were doing and was told that the burial couldn't take place. To remove the coffin and take it back to the funeral parlor some burials also had uh, some cemeteries also had a burial refusal policy that stated you must be able to prove that when alive the blood in your veins came 75% from Caucasian forebearers. This gravesite calculation of whiteness and esoteric mathematics could differentiate the social work of decomposing human tissue with apparently absolute precision. Without it being said, with it being 2021, we still have segregated cemeteries. And it just goes to prove um, an interesting past the length that certain powers at be um, places and spaces would try to humiliate and prevent the African American to uh, be respected and have dignity even in death so that's just my little history tidbit for your black funeral history moment I hope y'all enjoyed that peace y'all
0: Again, thank you for listening to the Nuance Podcast with your girl Az. Truly, I appreciate you guys so 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 much. Remember, this episode is sponsored by Sugar Baby Scrubs. That's right, handmade, all natural, black owned, queer owned company. Give yourself some self care luxury today. Check out sugarbabyscrubs.shop. dot shop. And while I have you here, my partner also has just started her own business. Yes. We have power couple uh. called Fresh as Fuck. She is a huge shoe head and for years I've watched her come up with her own solution to clean and keep her shoes together. Now that solution is for sale. Check out Fresh as Fuck. That's fresh as fuck dot shop. Go check her out, support her. Thank you again, guys, for listening to the Nuance Podcast. If you want to donate to this cute little podcast, you can always send me a couple coins at dollar sign, A-Z, truly. That's A-Z-T-R-U-L-Y. You guys have a beautiful Black History Month. I love you. Until next time, remember, get your cuts. (laughs)